It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poured. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have beer. And if you let that whiskey ring. The Odd Drunk Podcast! Maybe I should press record. Well, you press record now. <laughs> it has its distinct vanilla forward flavor. I was They used to call me vanilla forward in high school. <laughs> Alright, welcome back everybody to the Odd Drunk Podcast. <laughs> that little inside joke, if you've been listening, you'll know. Yes, okay, that's yes. just a, that's all we need to say. Um, that's the smoothest intro we've ever had in a while, and that's that's not a good thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you, know. you know, is is it is it more entertaining when we have really awkward intros? Just no? like an awkward pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, you usually edit out the real weird ones, but um, usually, yeah, you, or you keep them in. Sometimes I keep them in because they were or just funny. awkwardness. And when I, anyways. <laughs> So this is our 80th episode, actually. Oh yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about it. We're not gonna make a big deal out of it. Let's wait till we get to 100, if we can survive uh, 2022, because it's been a crazy year Ooh. so far. Won't get into it. Don't want to get political. Yep. yep. I want to say things. I want to, but I won't. But what I do want to say is tonight we're gonna be talking all about Batman. Yeah, and we, I see you're wearing a Batman shirt. I am tonight. for the occasion. Um, we, I am wearing a Batman shirt too. Um, yeah, I'd like to see you explain this. <laughs> it's it's black. Um, <laughs> it's got that part. Yeah, but it's it's Africa. <laughs> yeah, Toto's Africa. Toto, um, you know, you, and uh, it's internet, did you know. know that the singer for Toto is John Williams' son? Really? And John Williams is a composer, and so is Danny Elfman. And Danny Elfman was did some Batman, Batman stuff. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of other things. But he's most famous. I would argue that he's most famous. Well, he also did Spider-Man. But I would say he's even a little more famous for the iconic Batman 89 theme. Yeah. It was also used for an animated series. I mean, it's synonymous with Batman. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we're talking Batman. <laughs> we were going to do... Of Rob Bat Bat and Bat review on the Batman. Um, but Colton, you know, he has stupid homework. Yeah. As do I. But besides that, <laughs> I saw it. And so we're going to be doing a Batman movie ranking instead, which will also be fun. Yeah, I should probably pull up the list of movies. I've got them. Yeah. I've uh, got my <laughs> tier list here. So I can keep track of them myself, though. But um, <laughs> I haven't seen many of them in a while. So tonight, um, and we're, it's going to be a shorter episode. We're going to try to keep them a little shorter for our own time's sake. And maybe for you, maybe you get tired of listening to us past an hour, but, um, <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe you want to hear us just get progressively more drunk over the course of four hours and throw up on audio, but I doubt it. But, <laughs> but, uh, anyways, <laughs> So I couldn't find anything specific Bat-related. I mean, I could have got Bacardi because, you know, that's got a bat on it. But why would I do that to myself? Yeah. I mean, I'll go so far for the theme. But um, 
No, I've no, got... no. We all know <laughs> Batman's from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, Gotham. He would, he would definitely not. He would definitely be drinking Malibu. Right? Not. not I don't know what. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I've got. I know some... New Jersey isn't just the Jersey Shore. <laughs> Both of the drinks I've got are um, very dark. Oh yeah, this one's perfect. Black beers, and this one. So this beer I have, it's a black IPA. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a black IPA. It's noir, which means black in French, <laughs> I think. And it's from Duclaw Brewing Co. And I think I've had some of their stuff before. We've had Duclaw. Uh, I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall exactly, but we've had them. But I've always passed this one by, and I'm like, this would be a good one for a particular thing. And I found a great thing for it. And it's from Baltimore. Yeah. And they're out of Baltimore, Maryland. And Baltimore is a very gothic place. You know, that's where, um, (laughs) that's where, uh, Edgar Allan Poe's from. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a very dark guy. He's like the, I wouldn't say he's like the grandfather of like gothic. He's like the God. He's like the uncle of horror specifically. Yeah. Of God. The uncle though. Yeah. Yeah. That weird uncle from Baltimore <laughs> <laughs> that wrote poems Very about... Very influential. Let's leave it at that. Dark poems <laughs> about a guillotine slowly coming down on you or whatever. I, I know there's the one about like the torture death trap. Yeah. <laughs> but fun stuff. I, li- I actually like Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of my favorite poets, actually. And then also I got something really special here. I've had... Okay, so I've got a Boom Boo rum, and I've had their rum before on the show. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's sweet, but, you know, it's nice. <laughs> but I've got their XO, like, reserve. I believe that means 20 years. But I also doubt it because it was only $8 more than their original one. It doesn't really say. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I know you just had some. Yeah, I'm sipping on a little bit right now, and uh, I'll tell you, it's, it's pretty good. It is pretty good. Yeah. Because our only kind of complaint about the original one, it leans a little towards a liqueur, but this, this one doesn't. solves that problem. Yeah, this tastes like It's rum. got a bite to it, but it's still got those strong vanilla-forward flavors. Yeah. <laughs> this tastes like an aged rum. And it's a black, all-black bottle. But it's not. It's just a dark rum. It's I appreciate not black the piratey look of the bottle. Too. Oh yeah, it's very piratey. Um, I I appreciate when rum commit to comes the pirate in like cool like piratey bottles. I, it's like how also I appreciate when like gin comes in very like apothecary looking bottles. Yeah, I just like cool bottles. <laughs> The bottle definitely is a selling point, um, honestly. I see a cool yeah. bottle, I'm more interested That's in it. That's why I originally brought, bought Plantation all those years ago. Like <laughs> the bottle looked cool, and I was Yeah, like, with okay. like the netting or what? Yeah. The, um, <laughs> and Dan Aykroyd, he's got a bright idea with the Crystal Skull bottles. Yeah. But fuck vodka. Even though most of the vodka we drink is not from, you know... Anyways, I don't want to get into politics. Good vodka is actually good. Yeah. And it's people you hear people in America say that vod good vodka should be you shouldn't be able to taste it. That's not really true. Really good vodka tastes That's what good. alcoholics say. Yeah. <laughs> so they can hide it. <laughs> but anyways, um I've got yeah, a beer us- here that is very not Batman like. Uh, it's the True Blonde Ale from Scott Brewing. It's more of a Robin beer. It is more of a Robin yeah, beer. I yeah, could see... it does have like that comic book like design to the. Uh, but adult label. adult Robin from Batman and Robin. This is like I think like Nightwing. 
yeah, yeah. might drink this. But adult teenage Robin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get to that. Uh, but, uh, but, but it's the, the actor who plays Robin, but his character in NCIS LA would yes. drink this beer. Yeah, it's it's niche, <laughs> um, but it does relate. Uh, and uh, I also have Diplomatico. Yeah, and we've had that here which, multiple times. Diplomatico Reserva, which is also not very Batman-y, because Batman is not very diplomatic at times. No, he'll um, just punch you. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, <laughs> or throw you off a building, depending on which version it is. It definitely wasn't just what I had in my fridge. Um, but we're going to be talking about different versions of Batman, uh, specifically the different movies. Um, but before we do that, just for m- my own good, I guess, my own sanity, <laughs> I, I'm i just going to give a brief, very brief, non-spoiler review of the Batman. All right. With Rob Bat, Bat, and Bat. Go see it. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. It's... <sighs> I don't want to give away too much, because I feel like just me saying anything, oh, that's saying too much, but... I know you're a reasonable person. How about sh- I tell you what I've heard, and you tell me if that's accurate? Okay, tell me what you've heard. I've heard it's not very in line with what you'd expect from a superhero movie, but no. it's like it and goes to, it goes to the core of like the Batman character. as a detective. Yes, this is a detective noir. Yeah, a three hour long epic movie, and I, I wasn't bored. How was Colin Farrell as the Penguin? amazing yeah like his prosthetics would not know that's colin farrell (laughs) at all but aside from that his performance is good and he's definitely comic bookie penguin like are on the way to that nice they're all what i really appreciate it it's this grounded dark kind of detective horror story Mm -hmm. like the riddler's like jigsaw or like the zodiac killer yeah a sadistic elusive mysterious killer um Catwoman's great. She's the most comic book accurate Catwoman, even mm-hmm. though she's like proto Catwoman. Yeah. Zoe Kravitz just nails it. Um, but honestly, and watch our, our listen to our Twilight commentary if you want to put yourself through that. <laughs> but um, Robert Pattinson may be my favorite Batman. Nice. Not necessarily my favorite Bruce Wayne. I have some issues with Bruce Wayne, but I could see how it will evolve. Yeah. But as Batman. He is the closest to the animated series in the video games I've ever seen live ah, action. That like makes it, me excited it remind it gave it gave me I that. Mean, what I've generally heard is like another thing is that it's it, you know it's gritty and grounded, but, but not it too doesn't. Grounded. But it doesn't feel like I, I've heard it doesn't feel like uh, it's trying to exist in our world like the Christopher Nolan. No, Batman it movie. this is a distinct Gotham. Gotham is a character like the '89 Batman. It's not trying to be like re- realistic like Nolan, like hyper realistic. It's yeah. grounded, but it's still comic booky. But what I really appreciate about it, this is the first Batman movie we actually see him doing detective work. Working <laughs> working with Jim Gordon, not just talking with on the rooftop and then fucking off, but actually yeah. going into the crime scene with the police, with Jim Gordon, analyzing shit, interrogating yeah. people, and he's Batman, ninety-five percent of the time. Yeah, in this movie, unlike the uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman, where we see him do detective work with it, it's a computer, but it's like he shoots some bullets into some blocks, cinder blocks in his back, <laughs> and, and does, and then analyzes them with a computer. No, but this one, he's <laughs> on the in the field. You the know? the one time I recall 
off the top of my head in the Christopher Nolan Batman movies is in Batman Begins. He does go to an apartment to investigate. But then within like two minutes of him being in there, he's lit on fire. Yeah. yeah. And has to leave. It never really. <laughs> well, well, this movie just really gives Batman as a character room to play. A lot of room to play. Nice. It's yeah. And I love how it's. It's not set over the course of years or months. It's literally a week. And him just going from crime scene to crime scene, solving <laughs> riddles after riddles, you know. It, lit- like, I just love how it continues that way, the continuity of it. Cinematography is amazing. And the Batmobile scene. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite Batmobile scenes of all time. Just the first-person perspective we get on it. <laughs> it... Um, and it was practical. And I you've, I think you've seen it in the trailers where he's in the hallway getting sh- shot by the machine guns, but they're just bound. It's, he's yeah. bulletproof. He's yeah. Bulletproof armor. And if you're a billionaire going out fighting crime, you would make sure you have, like, the best bulletproof armor out there. Yeah. Like, I, I get tired <laughs> of the other Batman movies. Like, he can only, like, take a shot once, and then he's kind of done. Yeah. This one, he just... I mean, they try to show off... This one, he just walks into the line of fire. Uh, Chris, uh, <laughs> Christian Bale's Batman's being rich and using his but it's money. still like but you're right ground, he, he would still like yeah but <laughs> but what I appreciate about that scene all the lighting and the was done practically so wow. the muzzle flashes were real it's the same I believe cinematographer that did the Mandalorian he did Mandalorian he did Rogue One I forget his name Maybe we should look him up. He's very good at doing dramatic shots of people standing in gloomy weather looking into the distance. Yeah, and this is like the whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I really enjoyed it. I can't wait for you to see it when you get time. I'm excited. um, I'm very excited. And I I have the little miniature Lego Batmobile from the movie. Uh, A little $5. Yeah, I've got the minifigure scale one. And I've got the Tumblr. I just need the classic one. We haven't gotten it. You should get it. I have the the classic one. I know. That's a nice one. I want the Tumblr, though. uh, Anyways, um, that's enough of that. Since you haven't seen a movie I don't want to talk about anymore, (laughs) but see it. it, It's one of my favorite Batman movies. It might be my favorite Batman movie. I don't know, man. As far as Batman goes. Because a lot of these are good, but not because of Batman. Yeah, and we're going to get to it. So anyways, we're going to go in chronological order here. And we're mostly going to include live action with a few exceptions. Yeah. Because DC's say, made like a hundred. I say what we do is we do live action. Lego and Batman. Can, and we can have some honorable mentions that are not live action. If there's ones we want to mention. Because there's a couple that are really good. I was just going to say we include Lego Batman and Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. Because those were theatrical releases. True. Yeah, then let's include those. So let's include There's those. a couple other uh, uh, honorable mentions, though, that I would want to mention. Well, yeah, you, you can bring up whatever you want to bring up. But anyways, we're going to get into it. Um, so, Batman 66, the original Batman movie. Adam West, Burt Ward, Joker I, with a mustache. I forget the actor's name, but he's in a uh, lot of... Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero. He's yeah. a uh, rock... Uh, the guy from Rocky, he's the penguin of uh, something Meredith. Yeah. Uh, um, that movie was one, if not my first experience with Batman, it might have been 89. 
or it might have been Batman Beyond the series because the animated series was before my time, but Batman mm-hmm. Beyond was like right when I was real little bit. Uh, my my earliest experience with Batman was the animated series, but that was reruns. Well, duh, yeah, of yeah, course. I didn't really watch a lot of Batman Beyond as a kid. Uh, no, Batman Beyond that was my thing, but Batman sixty six though. I have fun. I haven't seen it in a while. I, w- I need to see it again to really have a strong opinion. Uh, but, yeah, um, it's been a while. Um, I do have fond memories of it. I remember watching it on like Saturday mornings. Like it was it, just on. It occupies this weird space where I can't say like it's the best Batman movie, but I don't have anything negative to say about it because it's just. Well, how, how can you say bad things about you know Adam West you have the, that era of Batman? It's just fun, and like you it, have basically two different types of Batman fans: <laughs> the ones that just love anything Batman, okay, and then you have the ones oh, it's got to be real and hardcore and yeah. like Ben Affleck, <sighs> he's got to punch Superman. <laughs> you have those kind of fans. Um, <laughs> Maybe it was the Justice League animated series where I was first like into Batman. That was early too. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. But Batman sixty six, I have fond memories of. If you just have fun with it, just let it be what it is, because it is. It's not like unintentionally funny or campy. No, it's intentionally camp. It's camp. Yeah, yeah. It's, they were trying to be silly. Comic holy book. bat shark repellent, Batman. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's it's like they, like you see Adam West punching a rubber shark. Yeah, and it's it's like you can't like if you know anyone who comes over to my apartment and I have the Lego sets. The one there's two Lego sets that people spot. One of them's a really cool Harry Potter set, but the other one is the 1966. It's Batmobile instantly recognizable with the little Adam West figure, and that's still one of my favorite Batmobiles because <laughs> like, you just love it. No, yeah, it's just it's not the accurate batman but it is like the kind of it's the cultural phenomenon of batman yeah it was like everyone kind of just its own thing yeah i mean but it's Um, fun it's colorful it's goofy and honestly it is accurate to the comics of that time yeah because because of the comic code authority batman couldn't fight mobsters and whatever he had to fight all these colorful zany villains. Yeah, the comic book industry did the same thing that the movie industry did. As they yeah. they they put in a code to regulate themselves before the government stepped in to regulate them. Because original formula Batman, nineteen thirty nine, he was fighting the mafia and whatnot. Yeah. Like, and he had a gun. Yeah, <laughs> people often forget about that. He had a gun, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but you know he had to fight all these zany characters. But we've gotten some great stuff out of that era. Like Mr. Freeze, if you I, I just recently watched before I saw the Batman, I watched Heart of Ice. Oh um, yeah. that episode with Mr. Freeze really good which episode. reinvented the character, made him dark and real. Yeah. And it was just, just a great episode. Tra- and like goes into the soul tra- of a man. Tragic though. Yeah. Um and Matt Reeves, by the way, said he wants to give Mr. Freeze a try. Mm, I would like and that. It, and with uh Jin Gus from Breaking Bad, I forget his name. Esposito, Jin. Oh, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. him as Mister Freeze, Dude. that's what I've heard, kind of oh, floating around. He would be really good. He would. Or just bring Arnold back. 
And people are like, why not? Oh, how would they make Mr. Freeze grounded real? It's like, for one, you could just go more comic book with it. Give mm-hmm. him a freeze spray. Or he could just be a guy with a bag of ice and he just hits you with it. And a gun. And like shoves you in a fridge. And a gun. Mostly gun. <laughs> Mostly gun. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Bat- I think we've <laughs> talked about that before on the show. Our idea of a, a movie like The Joker. But it's, but Mr. it's a Freeze, Mr. Freeze. Or just- and he's just like a bald guy with a gun. Yeah. Who... Like can't he's pay, like a fridge. He can't pay his manufacturer. Heat. Yeah, he, he, he works at a fridge factory. Yeah, or maybe or maybe he can't pay his heat bill. <laughs> oh, so, so he's, he's cold always has to dress like he's cold. <laughs> That's great. But honestly, <laughs> with Batman sixty six, I can't put it any lower than B. Maybe things yeah. will wiggle around, but it's just a fun time. Like yeah, it's not. It's not my. F- it's not. What it's I not my vision of, of Batman. Yeah, that's a good way to put yeah, it. It's I not mean, my vision of Batman. Let's be real. But I can't really it's say any negative about it. Like It's fun. It's just fun. Um, yeah, so we're, that's going to be a solid B tier. But Batman 89, however, that's the next. Mm. So Batman 89, Tim Burton's Batman, Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, classic. Yeah. That, I think, might have been my first exposure to Batman. Because I remember seeing that alongside the Christopher Reeve movies. Yeah. Um, but I'll admit, when I was a kid, though, before Batman Begins came out, I was a Superman fan. Makes sense. I was a Superman kid. <laughs> oh, I love the Christopher Reeve Supermans. And oh, we those could, are great. We yeah. could do a Superman ranking down the line. <laughs> um, but with Batman 89... And obviously, we weren't alive in this era. We don't know the whole zeitgeist behind it. But you go from... Yeah, this was the brief period where we weren't alive. (laughs) You go... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So you go from Batman 66, where it's extremely campy, colorful, cartoony, and whatnot, goofy. But then you go to Batman 89, and it's dark, and it's real. Well, it was real for back then. Yeah, it's like, we don't think of it as that now, but... But gothic and weird. This is like the iconic Gotham that Tim Burton creates. Like, he even said that Gotham's like a character of its own. And, you know, if the gothic architecture, and it's just this weird city that does not exist. And that's (laughs) what Gotham should be. It needs to be this unique, comic booky, weird, greasy wet horrible yeah it's place. like it, it technically is in like new jersey or new york it, it, no, it's new it's j- ambiguous i think it's it's not new jersey i thought it was new jersey i don't think so um but it it's better it's not twin be. cities i hate with, it it's twin cities with metropolis well in the snyder verse it is in most versions not that's not, a, not in, that's a new 52 thing in in, in the uh in the uh, movies they they just keep it very ambiguous yeah um but yeah it gotham's weird and what i really appreciate about this movie you get to see like all of batman's tech like it invent this is the first time you see the grapnel gun Oh yeah, and any Batman stuff, and that's become the like ubiquitous. The like he has tool. a grapple gun, <laughs> um, and it makes sense. Like, how is he going to be throwing ropes around and swinging around that way? Like, what? <laughs> um, and it's a really, it's a good costume. Not my favorite. 
it improves in Batman Returns yeah, drastically. It does, yeah. It's still iconic, um, but it does look very it's very handmade. It does not look like Yeah, and and the, you know, Michael Keaton the um, And he wears Nike's the turtleneck. Let's and talk a bit about that. Hair. Let's talk about the Michael Keaton turtleneck. And it's weird. Hair. What I appreciate but about it, though. I still like Michael Keaton. What I like about Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne slash Batman, you would never suspect that guy to be Batman. He he walks around in jeans. Yeah, here's an image from a comic from 1977. New Jersey, Gotham City. It's across the bay from Metropolis. New Jersey. It Are takes, you serious? It is in New Jersey. That's horrible. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's just kidding. Pretty, it's pretty close to it. A lot of our listeners are in New Jersey. <laughs> well, that's great. I mean, if if for all of y'all in New, New Jersey, you have that to claim. And say, yeah. hey, home of Batman. Even though that's never referenced in the movies. It's never ever. It's, it's kept really ambiguous. And I'm in the movies. And even even Gotham's in, just like somewhere in the East Coast, you know what yeah, I mean? Like and, it, and like in some of the movies take inspiration from different cities. So like the Dark Knight is based on Chicago. It's filmed in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> just based on it. But they, yeah. yeah. Um, which is a problem, but we'll get to it. <laughs> but 89, like, yeah, and I love the Batmobile. That's still probably my favorite Batmobile. I would agree with that. It's just yeah. so Batman. It's just, it screams Batman. I love the design. It's wacky without going too far. And they, you know, they go too far in the sequels. Um, <laughs> If those are even canon in the same universe, kind of. It's weird. But Tim Because Burton, also kind of the animated series takes place in that universe. But it, not but really. Like, but like only kind of. Just the music. <laughs> but, and the like the design of the city. Like it inspired mm-hmm. the design of everything. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Jack Nicholson as Joker steals the show. I mean, He's great. He, yeah. Both him and Keaton... I think him more so than Keaton reinvented Joker. Yeah. Than Keaton reinvented Batman. Yeah, it was. Like, Batman, it wasn't much of a reinvention of Batman. It was more the look. Yeah. The all black. That's the first time we get all black suit, and then the comics were inspired. And it uses the yellow black, uh, bat symbol from the comics, which I admire. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's classic. Yeah. Even though it's a little weird in the 89 one, it has like extra stuff because Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sometimes I love Tim Burton, but sometimes he goes a little much. Well, we're about to get to that, okay? (laughs) But Jack Nicholson, I mean, we wouldn't have Heath Ledger, Joker, without Jack Nicholson, or Walking Phoenix, or any of them, even the ones that we don't want to talk about. (laughs) We wouldn't have Mark Hamill as the Joker. That is... Who True. many think is the definitive Joker. Honestly, I mean, and they brought him <laughs> back to voice the Joker in the Arkham games, and they got oh, a yeah. uh, uh, oh god, I can't believe I forget his name. The Batman voice actor. Uh I too am forgetting. Oh no. <laughs> this is bad. This is... Everyone it's listening. Tim is... something. I mean, he's got the iconic Batman voice. Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. God. <laughs> I'm tired. Kevin, I better drink more. Kevin Cost. I don't know how drinking more would help, but, you know, it's not a junk podcast. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Costner's Batman. <laughs> I'd love to see that. But 
I want to see no, that it's, now. <laughs> it's the perfect amount of Tim Burton yeah. in this one. Of weird, you know, and like it's fairly comic accurate how Joker falls into the vat of the Ace Chemicals, gets a, you know, the permanent smile and everything. Um, plot wise, you know, it's fairly straightforward. Joker poisons a bunch of people with makeup and stuff and gives them the. Joke. But I love his performance and like when he shows up to the meeting and like does yeah. the joy buzzer and like there. But I do have some issues with it. Like Batman straight up kills people in this one, like <laughs> yeah. unapologetically. Oh, yeah, I forgot about. <laughs> like yeah, Ben Affleck does, but so does Michael Keaton. He throws <laughs> henchmen off a four hundred foot church tower, yeah. um, and blows up a whole facility full of goons with the Batmobile. Don't forget about it. He killed. Hundreds of men, okay. He's a murderer. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, yeah. At in most like, cases, Batman probably, in, at least, incidentally kills people. Yeah, because he's just. At least some other versions try to explain the Batmobile like it uses rubber bullets. Like that's a bullshit excuse, but no, he just had bullets. At least trying to explain and it. missiles and bombs. Yeah, but I and I love the stop motion bit with the armor plating on the Batmobile when it goes into Ooh. armor mode and how he speaks into a piece of 80s technology and it stops it and he really trusts that um, <laughs> but good on him and the Batcave it's just like you could literally trip and fall into an endless chasm oh, bats yeah. it doesn't make any sense I'm excited but it is I mean this is the version of one Batman of the best Batcaves like, they look like they're going to be re- revisiting in the Flashpoint movie yeah he's coming Michael Keaton's yeah. coming back yeah Which I mean is- that's official that's not everyone's even everyone's excited and I've always wanted a Batman Beyond movie set in that universe yeah. in the future. Michael Keaton, old Bruce Wayne. amazing. Which I've heard might maybe happen. Um, I think a Batgirl movie might be set in that universe, maybe. Be okay with DC's that. confusing me. But, um, They're doing whatever the fuck they want now. Batman 89, <laughs> I'm going to give it, what would you say, B mm. or A? I think Jack Nicholson. I think that's an he a. gives it some points. Yeah, that's an A tier one. That Batmobile stuff is good. Yeah, it's the first time we really see the gadgets, you know, like in use and not just like silly stuff. Stuff that makes sense, you know. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think that's an A tier. Yeah, definitely A tier. I would say. But next we have a contentious one because I used to really like it. I don't yeah. like it as much in recent years. Um, I mean, I still like it, but Batman Returns. And yes, it has. Danny, he's where in is the, he? He's in the closet. Oh, scare you too much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I'm doing homework, and he's just staring at me. Speaking of Danny DeVito being scary, he's really gross and weird in this movie. Yeah. Gargling black liquid. He's he's a mutant. He, he and Penguin was never. It's a like weird, a weird mutant creature in the comics. Like he's just a mobster that has it's like a weird version of the penguin. a big nose. Like, Dan Vito would be a good penguin, a comic accurate one, too. Yeah, he would. Like, he would do it, he would be good. But he does a good job with what he's getting. Hey, Danny, be a weird, deformed penguin guy gargling shit the whole time. Apparently, the monkey, I mean, <laughs> the monkey that oh, yeah. the, the letter uh, tried to bite his crotch, tried off. to bite his crotch, but the padding on his suit, yeah. on his fat suit, <laughs> saved him. <laughs> and then they were like, "Okay, let's go again." <laughs> yeah, like yeah. reset. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, that throws it off. And also, it's not really a Batman movie. No. It's a penguin movie? Yeah, I don't Like I don't a know. weird freak show, like Christmas. like, And also, Christopher Walken's in it, and I forget his character. Oh, yeah. And I he's very Christopher him. Walken in it. Like, I'll give him that. <laughs> but I wouldn't, if he you wasn't. know, there's some standout moments. For one, you have the same Batmobile. They don't mess with it. They leave it alone. Good. <laughs> um, the Batsuit's drastically improved. Mm-hmm. It's like a refined version of the previous one. You know, it's it doesn't look handmade. It looks like something a billionaire might be able to conjure. You yeah. know, the bat symbols, the just regular yellow bat symbol. And the mask doesn't just peel off. Because <laughs> yeah. remember in the... 89 he just peels it off like the plastic yeah <laughs> yeah um so i appreciate that you know it's like an actual helmet situation um i think Catwoman. It's, it's the more iconic uh suit yeah 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 it's yeah it's classic um and then Mich- michelle pfeiffer's Catwoman. i think she does a good job at it's a different depiction like she gets cat power sort of kind of like the Halle Berry one but we're not talking about that but like she falls off the building and then a bunch of cats bite and scratch her and then she's back alive yeah, and it, it really is. plays into the nine lives thing <laughs> um because Catwoman's never had powers yeah I always find it really weird when they give Catwoman they li- powers take it, it, oh, it's really atrocious in the Halle Berry one which I've only seen once when I was a kid and I didn't even like it back then so that's a bad movie. I've, yeah, it's, it's really bad. It's horrendous. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I love the her outfit in it. Um, and as a you know, especially in my teenage years, I was like, yeah, that's a nice Catwoman, you know, <laughs> leather suit and everything. Uh, and I like how it's stitched together. She's got the whip. She's got the scene where she whips the mannequins' heads off. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh but it's just a weird movie. It it feels really long. There's not enough Batman in it. Um I don't know, man. A lot of weird political like mayoral like candidate stuff with the penguin running for mayor. Yeah. And it the fight with Batman and Penguin's nothing because Penguin's not a threat at all to Batman. He's just this weird <laughs> freak, I mean, to put it lightly. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate in some of the movies, and they, they does do he th- have the umbrella gun? I don't remember. Um, I know he literally has penguins, though. I appreciate, yeah. So I do appreciate that. I did like that. Uh, I remember that. But uh, they're like suicide I bombers. Sometimes, like, a- <laughs> <laughs> they have bomb strap on them. I appreciate, in, and they do this in the animated movies sometimes, where they there's the villains, and they openly recognize, like, the villains on the screen will recognize. They're like, they're like, are you kidding? Like, if I got into the same room as Batman, he would pummel me. <laughs> Right, well, someone's yeah. like, "Why don't you try fighting him?" And they're like, "You fucking kidding me!" Yeah. <laughs> like, have yeah. you seen what he does to the henchmen? Yeah. <laughs> um. So the, I don't know, the smart man. Smart Batman villains don't try to fight Batman. It's not necessarily <laughs> one of the worst ones on this list, but it's not necessarily a good Batman movie. I think it's a C tier. Solid C, yeah, because it, it's not the worst. It's, no, it's still got it, good aspects, but it's still Michael Keaton. What the what sixty six has over it? It's a Batman movie. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, even <laughs> though it's a version of Batman not everyone appreciates or enjoys, it's and, still a Batman movie. Yeah. And I do appreciate it. Um, <laughs> it's like just not enough Batman. Tim Burton should have just called it uh, the Penguin, but not the comic book version, but a weird circus freak. And it's and Batman's in it a little bit, but Catwoman's also in it a little bit. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, there was a... I this does give us some more points. There was a McDonald's value meal. Oh, that that is Batman I mean, themed one that during is pretty, this time. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's. But obviously, wasn't so cool that Rick and Morty would uh, reference it and get everyone freaking out over it again, like they did with the Szechuan sauce. No, not quite that cool. <laughs> Which I was always confused by when that happened. That was such a weird. It was very strange. Yeah. Um, I so never tried it. I never made. Next, we have one that uh, this is honestly, in my opinion, the most forgettable Batman movie to, for me. Mm-hmm. Batman Forever is the with Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Yeah, I I hardly remember anything about this other than this is where they introduce Robin. Isn't they it? introduce him, but he's not like in it that much. Yeah, they just like a bit. I can't. I haven't have seen it circus, for reasons. The circus stuff with with him, right? No, and it's still kind of the same Gotham, the same Batman. No, but I mean, like, this is where, like, Robin's no, it, Yeah, it shows and, the circus yeah. stuff, yeah. But it's kind of the same universe it basically is. This is like... But it feels so disconnected. It was like... We the, get the bat nipples. Yeah, the introduction of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that exists. We get Jim Carrey as Riddler. Which made it seem impossible to do Riddler again in a movie. I'm glad and they gave it another Poison go. Ivy was in this, wasn't uh, it? No, it was, was she Jim the, Carrey. She was in the next one. And uh, Tommy Lee Jones as uh, right. Two-Face. It's okay, I'm remembering because this is the one he's where he's very cartoony-looking Two-Face. And they go to uh, fight them and... Robin makes the throwaway line at the end going, or when they go in there, he's holy rusted metal great, Batman. That is good. I and give the, this and then the, like, it's a rusted metal great with a bunch of holes in it. Yeah, yeah. Which I that appreciated does. that. Uh, <laughs> I do appreciate This one, but this one's, it's campy and cheesy, but it doesn't feel like it quite wants to commit to it. I don't like Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face. Well, no, and he's a very... Very silly version of and the, well, it's because and he's trying to be Joker. That's that's why I don't like him because he's not acting like Two Face. He's acting like a Joker, but with with less props and actual jokes. No, like shit. literally half his face is like in a smile, and it's like purple. Yeah, and like you know, I don't mind, realize I, I, away. I don't mind Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Jim Carrey as Riddler. My problem like, with I don't it, love him, but he. It's just Jim Carrey. Yeah. Like, he's not playing it's, a character. It's far from my favorite version of the Riddler. He's just doing, if the Riddler was Ace Ventura. I think it's not super offensive, though. No, it is. You um, know, he fine. does have the comic look, at least, with the question mark green spandex and the hat and the domino mask. Um, and Val Kilmer is Batman. I just... I don't necessarily have anything bad to say about him. You know, have have you ever? So there was a. Uh, I know he. I I remember he talked about how um, he didn't get to do anything with it. 
like there there's a uh, a TV show that because he's a good actor. I mean, he was in Tombstone, one of my yeah, favorite westerns. He actually is a good actor. Uh, there's there's a series on HBO uh, with Warwick Davis, where it was kind of a mockumentary series, and there was a part in one episode where he goes to lunch with Val Kilmer. Oh yeah, Val Kilmer's going around the restaurant with a piece of paper holding it over the top half of his face, and going. <laughs> Or, or or going up to people and being like, "Hey, uh, guess who I am? I played Batman." And everyone's going, "George Clooney." No, you're right. And he's like, "No, it's me, Val Kilmer." And they're like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, and that's that might be worse than being the worst Batman movie, but being the most forgettable. It is the most forgettable. Like, I don't know movie. where to place it because, like. I would say it's not. I don't think it's the worst. I would say this is another C tier, just because. I would put it at D though. Maybe D tier because Batman Returns is by no means forgettable. Uh, that's true, and it doesn't lean yeah. towards the worst. Maybe, maybe it's a. Yeah. I would put it in D. But D tier, unless you no have no, reservations. I, I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, D. It's not the worst, but it's forgettable, and I don't remember it being good. Yeah, it's but just I don't a, really it's remember it. I've seen it. Uh, so, and I don't think anyone wants to remember it. Yeah. <laughs> so I that's remember an there's issue. a scene where Two Face and the Riddler play Battleship. Oh, that's good. And that's they, good. when they're trying to kill Batman when he's coming on the the boat or the the Bat boat, whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the Batmobile, uh, can't quite remember what it looks like. I think it had like a lot of neon. Yeah, this is after um, Tim Burton left. No, yeah, he was no longer involved. He was gonna do like a third movie with Michael Keaton, and he was gonna do Riddler with um, Robin Williams. That was the idea. Hmm. I don't know if he would have been any better as the Riddler. <laughs> so here's the Batman Forever though, yeah. Batmobile. Yeah, it's too over the top, man. The giant bat symbols, and it's like stripped down and weird, and like got the glowing core. It's like, yeah, yeah, I don't like that one. (laughs) No, it's not a good one, but it it does get worse. Um, (laughs) so Batman and Robin, it's not forgettable. It's definitely not forgettable, and that kind of helps it. But not much though. Not much. <laughs> it's uh and what's sad though, George Clooney could have been a good Batman. I like George Clooney. Same. <laughs> oh brother, um, we're out thou. Yeah. The Ocean's Eleven reboot. Uh what else? <laughs> Other movies. Other movies. <laughs> He's in Fantastic Mr. Fox. He is the voice of Mr. Fox. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and other movies. But he could have been a good Bruce Wayne. He had the look, you know. Um, and he's a, he can be a good actor, you know, given the right script and everything. Um, but he wasn't given the right script in this. Uh, far from it, actually. And Robin, yeah, he's the NCIS guy. I forget his name. Dust Till Dawn. But he's an adult man. He, he's as big as Batman. Yeah, like Robin's supposed to be like a teenage kid, which yeah, I know there's some problematic things to say about that—a thirteen-year-old boy running around 
beating up mobsters with Batman, and it's mostly he's just at a distraction so Batman could beat up the other guys while Robin just runs around and gets shot at. Yeah, but, um, Batman just goes finds orphans. But that's just how it is. Turns them into a psycho. And they don't commit to that, and that kind of bothers me that you know they're the same size. And then you have Batgirl. I forget who she's played as. Not comic accurate at all. She's just got the domino mask. At least Robin has the right colors. Yeah. But it's his suit doesn't scream. It is. Robin to me. It's just a red and, and green Batman like suit. They had been ramping up in the previous movies, but this is the movie where they go all out on the everything Batman has in his tool belts has a bat symbol it's, on it. And it's bat. He has a bat credit the card. bat credit card, yeah. And why does he need a credit card? Doesn't he have ice skates? Yes, he has bat ice that skates. come out of his suit. Yeah, yeah, which is useful, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> for the I ice mean, rink or the Mister Freeze layer. But the thing is, they don't, they don't they don't show him like like what they do in some movies. And he, they get that weird anti Mister Freeze suit, the silver plated one. Yeah, it's just awful. It's, it's like you know one thing. And I the nipples like, are still there. One thing I like about like Batman is. He's smart and he solves problems, so he encounters a problem like Mister Freeze. He goes and makes a suit with ice skates on it. They don't show right. him solving the problem. They it just show that him. He... They just show him. He had ice skates. He already had suit. <laughs> Maybe he used it just to, like, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> maim criminals. I don't know. I suppose. Yeah. If you're quick because of, if you're pretty quick about we like, have. A... <laughs> Like retracting them really quick. Batman is like, a psychopath. You could, like kick, like, <laughs> kick someone with an ice skate. Yeah, <laughs> and slit their throat. <laughs> um, and then you have Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy, which saddens me because she's been in Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill. I mean, masterpiece movies. She's a good actress. Yeah, but then. I guess she just wanted a paycheck because <laughs> she's not good. You at would this. not think she's a good actress, like whatsoever. And like, and yeah, I know the writing. You know, they can only do so much with the writing, but she doesn't even seem to care. No, in it, like she doesn't give a crap. She's literally just reading the lines, and it's very obvious it was with a, the enthusiasm. It was a paycheck situation. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, and she's just not a good poison ivy. Let's just get that straight. Um, I guess she's comic accurate-ish, but... I like her outfit. Yeah. I like the design. It's fine. I'm rooting around in the back. Spandex. Of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, and then like, obviously... Like I said, I like her outfit. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> no, you, I know you've always had a Uma Thurman crush, though. So. Have I? I think so. You might be thinking someone else. Mm. I mean, she's very pretty, but I've never. Yeah, uh, he. Had her we got him to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, and then you have Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. I have nothing bad to say about Arnold Schwarzenegger Which, as Mr. Freeze. You know what? He he had fun with it. Yeah, he's the, the only all the ice one in the movie who's time sound, we put you on ice. Like he was having a good time there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't like the version of Mister Freeze. That no, but I like Arnold because Mister he was fun. I mean, they get the like you know he had to freeze Nora stuff and everything, but it's not. He's still like having fun with it. Yeah, I mean, 
There is one bit I remember where it's like Batman, he took down Mr. Freeze, and Mr. Freeze has his monologue. And yeah, it's corny, but it is one of the best bits of the movie where, where you get to finally get a little bit of this kind of deeper emotional look into him. But that only lasts like a minute. <laughs> so, you know, you don't get much of that. Um, and yeah, it's all neon, colorful, crazy. It, it all looks like a set and not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> the music's good in it, though. I mean, I'll give it that. It has a good score. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, I would say, I mean, the question is. It does play into the campiness that. You know, is it Batman started with that much worse than the Val Kilmer one? Obviously, it's worse in some ways, but the Val Kilmer was more so forgettable. Yeah, that's the problem. It's I mean, it's definitely at least a D tier, at least. But I don't, I don't, I, I think that's that's a hard that's a hard one to say. My problem is. It just makes Batman look like a fucking idiot and like a joke. Like yeah, it just really destroys that character, and not and, in the same way that the Adam West made it. A well, joke. Adam West, he was supposed to make it a joke. Yeah, but also it was still it still had like respect to it. I don't know. Like Adam West liked playing as Batman. Yeah, they were all having. fun. I don't know if I can say the same it. thing uh, about George Clooney, and I know he said in re- in interviews in the past, like you know. I you know that he regrets doing it. Yeah, he won't go to like Comic Con or anything like. No, that. yeah, <laughs> um, specifically because of that. <laughs> and also, Bane's in it. Oh, I forgot. And about he's Bane. horrible. Yeah, and he's just a dumb brute. He's not like, and not that I necessarily like the Dark Knight Rises Bane all too much. But they show him being intelligent. Bane's At least he's a tactician. Stupid. He's a tactician. Yeah. You know, he's not quite as smart as Batman, but smart enough to give him a run for his money and also strong enough. Yeah. That's the thing about Bane is that the only good Bane so often portrayed as just being a big brute. And he's no, he's he's smart. No. Yeah. Uh, He's not like Riddler smart or Joker smart, but, you know, he's up there. He's not stupid, though. Yeah. He's common. He's literally a dumb brute in this like the Hulk, even dumber than the Hulk. Um, But. The only good thing about him is he's comic accurate in this movie. The look of it. Yeah, that's true. He's got that look, you know, the mask and the venom. You know, he's the super strength. But I don't know, man. Is this an F tier? Is it worse to be forgotten or worse to just be absolutely just railed on how bad it is? (laughs) That's kind of the question we're asking here. I'm going to stick it at F, but if we feel like there's something worse or maybe, you know, yeah, everything needs to be moved we, up. We might adjust it a little we'll bit. We'll adjust yeah. it, but we need to keep going because we're almost at an hour and we got a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> so next, you have the realest Batman movie out there. And honestly, and I was a kid, so I wasn't like thinking this. I was just excited to see another Batman movie. But I know a lot of people were hesitant, like another Batman movie after Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Like, are you serious? Like, how are you gonna do this? Batman and Robin came out in '97. Yeah, nine. Yeah, and um, this 2005. Yeah. Um, 
Batman Begins, which until recently was maybe my favorite Batman movie. I love it. It's really good. It. This is the first time you see the like true origins, not just like the flashback of his parents getting killed, but you see that. But you see how he trains with Liam Neeson and the Himalayas. Yeah. And Liam Neeson's great in it. Yeah, Liam Neeson, yeah. <laughs> I love Liam Neeson. He's Raz Ghoul. Um or Rachel Ghoul. I think they pronounce it that way in this, but I always thought it was Raz. Yeah, I don't but, know. Um, how either way, whatever. But I love that. And Christian Bale, he's definitely my favorite Bruce Wayne. I can say that. Oh, yeah. He's, for me. He's great. You've been uh, Affleck people, fans. I mean, when it came out, though, people were worried, like, well, you're casting this Welsh guy. You're ca- casting a Welsh guy. You got a British director. Fairly un- Christopher Nolan was fairly unknown at this point. He only has done a couple projects. Mm-hmm. But this is what put him on the map, and everyone was like, ooh, we like these Christopher Nolan movies. It's what convinced the studio to give him the money for Inception. Yep. Pretty yeah. Much, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, in Dark Knight. Yeah. Really the Dark Knight. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, it, him doing Batman's allowed him to do his original projects, which is cool. Um, I, like, but, I like the Scarecrow in this. Scarecrow's a, good. That's a good version of the Scarecrow. And this one, yeah, it plays into the you know hyper-realistic stuff. But not as much as the Dark Knight. Yeah, this one still has comic booky stuff. Scarecrow still got the fear gas. Mm-hmm. You have the League of Shadows stuff, you know, and it's grounded, but it's still having fun with it and not trying to like explain everything. And they actually make an effort to make it so he doesn't kill people. No, yeah, they actually like. I think this is the first time that. he actually says that he doesn't. Yeah, kill. like he won't kill <laughs> in a movie. Adam West also killed a lot of people. Yeah. Let's forget about, not forget about that. Um, literally, like, blew guys up and, like, threw them into shark pits and whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, and just, and also, yeah, the voice, you know, of his Batman. People, some people make, a lot of people make fun of it. But I appreciate that Christian Bale went for something different. And, in this one, it works for me, but it does get a little over the top in the next couple. Yeah, and it's become a really meme. attached to the character too. But I don't, I'm not, I don't really mind it, um, too much. I mean, I don't know. It's just how Christian Bale wanted to do it, and I, I yeah. he at least commits to it. Oh yeah, he doesn't half-ass it, you know. So I appreciate that, and the suit. I think might be better in Dark Knight suit, at least the look of it. Maybe not the practicality, I guess, but I like the I like it's my favorite suit. In the, it's, in it the, makes the them trilogy. look bigger, and it's the all black look. The cow kind of reminds me of the Returns cow, you know, yeah. the thick neck and everything. He can't turn his head, <laughs> <laughs> and they actually talk about that in the movies. <laughs> and I love I I love Michael Caine, mm. and I'm not talking about the drug um, actor. A British actor. <laughs> he's he's my favorite Alfred. Yeah, I mean I don't have any problems with any of the Alfreds. No, but he's but he's, he's the standout. Though, yeah. Um, even still, I would say he's the standout. Andy Circus is good though in yeah. the new one. Nice. Um, but yeah, I love their relationship and how it really gets into that. And the Tumblr, while it's not my favorite Batmobile, it is cool. It's it's pretty rad. I had the I mean, action figure sized toy. 
yeah. of the Tumblr when I was Oh, there. yeah? <laughs> it was so cool. No, and it's cool how it's explained in universe, how it's like a military prototype used to jump bridges or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, explains how he can jump rooftops with it, and you get a cool uh, Batmobile sequence of that. Scarecrow stuff was good. The reveal that the League of Shadows were still alive and Ra's al Ghul was still alive, and, like, Scarecrow was just a pawn. I, I like that they explore... The League of... Sh- like, his... Well, they they explore, which I don't think they did much in the other movies um, before this, uh, that Batman is, like, Batman and Bruce Wayne is the... They're two distinct characters. Is really more the alter ego. Yeah, Bruce Wayne's the alter ego. Yeah, Yeah. they explore that, and his whole, like, douchebag playboy persona is all a mask. Yeah. Because the real Bruce Wayne is when he's Batman. But, you know... It does have a problem with a lot of, well, a lot of other Batman movies where he suits up as Batman to do fights and then that's about it. Yeah, yeah. He and which is what I appreciate about the new Batman movie. Stuff, yeah. Um But in the fear gas stuff, like when he's got Scarecrow and like Scarecrow sees him and he's like this demonic bat creature, like yeah. that's fun. That's good stuff. And also Jim Gordon. This is the first like notable Jim Gordon with mm-hmm. um Harry Potter. Uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm losing names right now. It kind of shocks me that Jim Gordon had never been really a big character in the live action movies before this. He's kind of a crook in the 89 one, I think. Yeah. I think he like slipped money into a sandwich and gave it to the joke. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how they did that. He slipped the money in the sandwich. Um, that still gives me the giggles. <laughs> but yeah, Batman Begins, it's the realest Batman, but it's still a Batman movie. Like, it really goes into his character. Christian Bell does a great job doing both Bruce Wayne and Batman. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite Batman, though. Yeah. But as the totality of the character, I still think he's got it right now. Um, but honestly, Batman Begins for me as a Batman movie, that's a S tier for me. I was going to say a tier just because there's a couple that I like. more. There's the next one. (laughs) There's the next one. There's yeah. Uh, I'll put it right next to 89. I think, would you put it above or below 89? mm, We're not too worried about it above probably slightly. Yeah, slightly. But they are, yeah, they both have equal amounts of good in them. But next, you have the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. And while I don't think this is the best Batman movie, like as his character, it is one of the best movies on this list. I mean, it's it's, it's an yeah. amazing movie aside from the fact it's a Batman movie. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, And I've talked about it before, and... If I get the chance, I'm going to write an essay on this, on how it's one of the best post 9-11 criticisms, like, movies mm-hmm. about the war on terror. Like, Joker represents terrorists and Batman's the government, so on and so forth. Yeah. Like, I love all that stuff. And Heath Ledger, I mean, his last performance ever, he didn't waste it. I mean... Iconic. I mean... Iconic. And... And I remember people were hating on Heath Ledger. Oh, this teen, he's been in teen rom-coms and stuff, like A Knight's yeah. Tale. <laughs> the guy from A Knight's Tale. And is a, the play guy the from uh, 
however many ways I love hate you or whatever <laughs> or love you or I can't remember. But he's in those team. He was in the Patriot, but he was also like a teen hot frob in that. Uh, but man, yeah, he just kills it in the Dark Knight. I mean, he does his Joker. But, you know, it takes a lot of inspiration from Jack Nicholson, a lot of his mannerisms, and even he directly quotes Jack Nicholson when he's like, all the familiar places and stuff like that. (laughs) But it's playing homage. It's not copying. I mean, he's obviously a way different Joker. You know, he's got the scars, and you never know his origin, which I really appreciate. I like that about it, yeah. Um, And, you know, I love how it's just the paint and the green hair dye, and they're sticking to the realism but like when they capture him, they're like, "Oh, we all his clothes are custom made, and like we don't know anything about his identity." <laughs> so it forces Batman to refer to him Joker, because usually if Batman can, he'll refer to you as your real name. Yeah, at least in these more grounded versions. It doesn't give you the honor of <laughs> yeah. recognizing but in this one, he, your he has to call him, nickname. He has to call him the even though the, he expects everyone to call him Batman, but he has to call him Joker because that's all they know is Joker. Yeah. And, yeah, every scene he's in, he steals a show. And he's the one that really makes this movie. But, you know, there's some other good parts. Gary Oldman's great again. Christian Bale doesn't get as much playtime. Yeah. But, you know, he's good in it. And that interrogation scene with him and the Joker, amazing. Uh, one of the most iconic scenes. And, like, apparently Heath he Ledger, he told him, he said, hit me as hard as you can. Yeah. Like he actually hit him there. One thing I w- I like about uh, and still managed to the do the laughing about this bit. movie. It's like so it, you know, you you mentioned bat. They don't get you don't get Batman a lot of time to be a detective, but this movie, I think, does the best job out of that trilogy, of showing Batman. The movie is he's chasing down this guy. He's trying to figure out this mystery. Um, and I like one thing I also like is they show some scenes of him kind of doing detective work as Bruce Wayne in the middle of the day. Yeah, he'll go He's, off on a motorcycle and do some bits, you know, yeah. and or like when he lets the car crash into him to protect the guy. And it is a long movie, and there is parts of it that does feel long, but it's not too much of a problem. Yeah. Because as soon as Joker's back on screen, you're like, all right, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm into it. And um, and then uh, the, whatever the actor's name, he was in I, Frankenstein, <laughs> I think. Uh, but Two Face. Oh yeah. Uh, he's a good Two Face, and he's it's, realistic. It's like a good, it's a good version of Two Face. Now, um, <laughs> he's not as comic booky. Well, that's a character I would like to have been a little bit more comic booky. But yeah, I, but it, no, it's the real Christopher Nolan. In the con- Nolan, context you know. of this movie, and I, you know, he's still pretty comic booky though. I mean, he's got half his face burnt. And he flips the coin, so they keep that. And he's a DA. And, but obviously, let's be real, that man would not be alive for long. Oh, from yeah. Infections <laughs> as soon as he steps out of the hospital, which maybe it's why another reason why he went so crazy and just started killing a lot of people because he knew he was going to die soon. So it's like, fuck it. Let's just yeah. kill all these people that wronged me. But let's let the coin decide. <laughs> it's got to be fair. Um, but he would not be able to speak in real life. Um, he. <laughs> okay so like the realism stuff does get a little lost there but it's still fun and i like that even though batman catches the joker joker still wins oh yeah he turned gotham's white knight into two-face into a killer he proved he his twist point. he proved his point and the fairy scene's good and 
And he was, and I loved the whole speech. He was like, "You think I'm gonna risk the battle for the soul of Gotham with a fist fight with you?" <laughs> yeah. Like you know. <laughs> and then, but then Batman, being the dark because it's the Dark Knight, takes the blame for Two Face. Says, mm-hmm. "I killed those people." He does what he asked. I to need do. to be the hero they deserve, not the one they need, or whatever the hero they need, not the one not they, they need, not deserve. Yeah. yeah, but but that's that's so Batman. He would oh, yeah. do that. Yeah. At least the way I look at Batman from the comics, you know, he doesn't care about what people think of him. Yeah. We were good. Um, no, I know. But yeah, the Dark Knight, S tier all the way. Yeah, absolutely. We it's... don't need to say much more about it. Everyone's seen this oh, movie. I love that movie. And if you somehow haven't seen this movie, just stop and watch it, okay? Go it's watch amazing. Go watch it. Um, so next, uh-oh, where is it? The Dark Knight Rises. Hmm. Talked a little bit about this Bane earlier, but I mean, it's kind of, a, it's kind of sad that, you know, yeah, Batman Begins and Dark Knight, two amazing movies, but then Dark Knight Rises takes it down, Yeah, it takes it you know, down from its, you know, grace. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that just just does not make sense in this movie. A lot of stuff. It so felt very shoehorned. I mean, Tom Hardy as this version of Bane did good. Like the physicality yeah. of it. Now, yeah, the voice changer thing is mask. <laughs> I was born in the darkness. You know that kind of thing. Take that with what you will. Uh, you you grow into it. I grew into it a little bit. I don't know. It's a little yeah. silly. But they both have silly voices, so it works out that That's way. True. You know, they're two adult men that beat people up with silly voices. So, you know, they're more... And I like how Bane is, like, anti-Batman in this. He's yeah. just as smart, stronger, younger bloodthirsty and batman he's been retired for eight years out of his prime he has a bad knee you know he shouldn't be doing this alfred is like what the fuck are you doing you should not be doing this bane's gonna murder you it's like (laughs) even in your prime you would have trouble with this guy and that really humbles him and they have and i one of my favorite scenes in the whole trilogy though is when alfred says his goodbye to Bruce Wayne, they have this emotional, heartfelt, just one-on-one dialogue. Yeah. And Alfred's basically like, you know, I've raised you since you were a child, and I'm not going to see you die. And then Bruce Wayne's heartbroken because he, because Alfred doesn't believe in him anymore, that he can be Batman anymore. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want him to be Batman anymore because, you know, it is <laughs> pretty dumb. <laughs> and that humbles him. And then he doesn't have Alfred. He goes to try to fight Bane. You know, he makes friends with Catwoman. And Anne Hathaway, she's a pretty good Catwoman for the real yeah. realistic yeah. version of. Um, but it's just a long movie. And it, even though it's not the longest one, actually, the bat, the newest one is the longest. But it doesn't feel as long. But The Dark Knight Rises feels very long. Yeah. And you have um, John Blake. Uh, what's his name? He was in Inception. Mm. Um, 
Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. You have him, and he's like named Robin. He's but he's yeah, not they, Robin. They imply that he's like the closest we're gonna get to Robin. I mean, I do series. like the bit where he takes up the mantle in the end. Mm-hmm. Will he be a? It'd be funny if uh, Bruce Wayne didn't leave him a cool bat suit or whatever, but he left him like the Burt Ward Robin costume. <laughs> yeah. It's like. <laughs> this is part of the agreement. You have to wear this or I will come for you or yeah. like I will take all your funding or whatever. <laughs> or I will blow the back cave up if you don't wear this. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to be Batman, you have to be Robin. Yeah, you have to be Robin. <laughs> I thought about this Robin thing for a bit. Realized it was Alfred told me it was a stupid idea, but like now it's a good time. Yeah. I'm retired. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> <laughs> but um and then, you know, the whole nuclear bomb thing where he goes off and flies the crop to shore, and then it's the autopilot. But it's like, when did he jump out? We never see him jump out. How did he? I survive? still don't quite. How did get... he survive the radiation? How would Gotham survive the radiation? I still don't get quite why he needed to fake his death too. Like, I guess he just wanted to be done with it. Yeah. I don't know, but that seems not as Batman like, to me. You gotta do that to to Alfred, dude. I mean, I do like, like that they finally honor him as a hero. They realize that he didn't kill his people. Two-Face did. You know, Harvey Dent did. And they erect the statue. And the final... And also, I do, even though it's sad to see, but, like, the fight with him, The first fight with him and Bane, it's not a fight. It's Bane playing with him. Playing yeah. with his prey and just pummeling him. <laughs> and it's brutal. Like, he punches his mask in, snaps his back. But then he goes into the prison, like, way in the Middle East or whatever, and, like, a hole in the ground. And then this, like, prison doctor fists his back by punching it. And then he does a bunch of push-ups. Yeah, then he just, like, does... He does a bunch of push-ups, and then he climbs up, and... He just he just does, like, push-ups <laughs> until his back is better. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Because that's how... Yeah. Like, that's how it works. And then... But also, he's bankrupt. He has no money. And he gets out of the hole. He gets out of prison. But somehow, he's back in Gotham. No problem. And he's like, don't worry about it. And then, <laughs> um, <laughs> and obviously, Heath Ledger died. So Joker's never mentioned. I think if he didn't die, the third movie would have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, it is cool scenes. And then he leads an army of cops against the... He uh, leads an army of cops that were trapped in a hole for like in the sewers for months. Yeah. But they look fine. Uh <laughs> But, you know, the final fights, and this one was filmed in Pittsburgh. Oh, also, something about the Dark Knight I forgot to mention. The truck flipping scene with the bat pod. That was real. They really flipped that truck. Yeah. And, you know, they still do all practical stuff in the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, I don't know about the plane heist or whatever at the beginning. I don't see how that would be done practically, but Christopher Nolan is nuts, so he probably would have done it. Yeah, he filmed Dunkirk practically. <laughs> yeah, right? and he filmed Tenet practically, and that's like a weird time travel thing that I haven't seen because I heard well, it's like an Inception where they do the hallway. Oh yeah, they flip they the just, hallway. They built a the hallway studio, that will, yeah. that will spin. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But um, I mean, there's good moments, and the final fight with him and Bane when he knocks the gas out, and he's and then he finally beats Bane. That's cool, and you see Scarecrow. He's still in all these movies. And he's like the judge, uh, you know, yeah. sending guys to die, death or exile, and then exile is just death by exile. Um, and you know where he burns the bat symbol on the building. I mean, there's cool moments. It's still a really good Batman movie, in my opinion. But it's 
so below standard compared to the first two Christopher yeah, Nolan ones. Yeah, that's yeah. It's not as tight, tightly written. It's it just feels all over the place. I think also, that's also. I don't remember if they explained this, but, but I still enjoy it. I still get into it when I watch it. But I'm like, you know, you got to. I don't remember if they explained this because it's been a while since we've seen it. But where the fuck is the military? Oh, the whole reasoning is uh, Bane threatens to just nuke the whole city if there's any outside intervention. Oh, right. And then the president makes like an announcement saying like, we're with you, Gotham, but we're not going <laughs> to. But they end up sending like operatives right. and then Bane has them killed. Yeah. But, you know. A lot of plot holes and like how his back gets better and how he gets back. To Gotham, no problem, even though he has no money and, you know, all this mm. stuff. And Oh, and also I forgot to mention uh, Morgan Freeman as uh, Lucius great. Fox. He's great in all of them. I appreciate that after the first movie, though, the Scarecrow is just lurking around. He shows up a few times. Yeah, he's, a, yeah, he's, he's just kind first, of a... He's in that first scene <laughs> in The Dark Knight where yeah, there's a drug deal. Drug deal with the fear gas or whatever. Where he's like, that's not Batman. Yeah, oh, <laughs> the hockey pad guys. I'm not wearing hockey pads. Where's Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and also, I do love the... And I'm talking about The Dark Knight again. <laughs> but I love the bit where he catches the guy in Hong Kong. Oh, like, does yeah. the glide off the ta- skyscraper. Like, that's awesome. I love seeing Batman glide. <laughs> um, and when he captures him and does, like, the trick with the plane where he, like, shoots up the thing and, like, gets hooked. Mm-hmm. But that's the Dark Knight. We already talked about it. But Dark Knight Rises, I think B or C. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um... Leaning towards B because it still has good performances. It's just the top. Plot isn't tight, and you know it's still got Gary Oldman. It's still got I Morgan think we Freeman. Can, we can put it in B, I guess. But uh, below sixty six, I think. Yeah, definitely. Because it's just much of it doesn't make sense, but it's trying to be real. Sixty six, none of it makes sense, but it's not trying to be real. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, so next and. Chronological order, I think. Unless, like, no, Lego Batman movie came after. <laughs> so, um, we have Batman v Superman, which I only include in this because it is more of a Batman movie than a Superman movie. It really is, yeah. And the Ben Affleck fans, I don't want to get the hate from not including it, even though he didn't get his own solo Batman movie, which is a shame. I think it would have I would have liked to see it. Which even, is even if I didn't have any expectations from it. Yeah, um, but Batman v Superman. Let's just talk about the Batman aspects. Uh Batmobile is pretty cool. It's a tank, but it's cool. I like that they're attempting to do a slightly older Batman. It's an older Batman. Um, and it, ben, ben Affleck has the look. He does, yeah. Especially for that version of Batman. I actually like the suit. Oh, it's. The most comic accurate suit yeah, we've gotten. It's a cool suit until recently. <laughs> if, when, if, but um, if you were just to watch one scene from it, you'd be like, "That's the warehouse scene." That's a cool Batman. Uh, that's a cool scene. The yeah. warehouse scene's good, and I do like how you know. I don't like his reasoning, but I like how he figures out how to beat Superman with kryptonite and everything. And he's got the big battle suit from the Dark Knight, com- the Dark Knight Returns comic. Yeah. Um, I just I th- I think though. Um, they try to like the look of it is there. Yeah, but they try to set up stuff like for his character, like 
you know, this is a Batman. It takes place after the Joker killed um, Robin. Yeah. Robin, Jason, Jason, Todd Jason Todd version, I think. Uh, yes, because Dick Grayson was Nightwing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's So this is in the universe where he, Joker has already killed Jason Todd. And that's like a big part of like why he doesn't like trust Superman and why he's so angry all the time. But they don't explain that. They just have a couple references to it. <laughs> right. But I do I do like the intro scene where it's Bruce Wayne in Metropolis like on a business meeting mm-hmm. in the middle of the General Zod Superman fight. Yeah. Which Man of Steel, by the way, I think is a pretty good Superman. That's movie. a fun movie. It's, I like I like that. But um it's during that fight and he sees the destruction and that's what inspires this whole, you know, plan and vengeance towards Superman. But um I like he's Bruce Wayne, but he's saving his employees. He's he's driving around in his Jeep or whatever. Yeah. I actually, <laughs> you know, yeah, again, I, I actually like. Ben but Black here's something Batman. I don't like as he gets but. the physicality. The fight scenes are good, even if they're not practical and they're mostly CGI. He's not the smartest guy, though. He's not. A smart Batman or a um, reasonable Batman whatsoever, in my opinion, yeah. because he and I know they're trying to do like the whole criticism on like Bush era politics and terrorism. Like if there's a and you know, if there's a one percent chance that they're going to be bad, then we got to get them. You know, we got to fight yeah. terror, terror. And he does that whole speech with Alfred and Alfred's pretty good. Um, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Yeah. yeah. He's a good enough Alfred. I have no problems with his Alfred. And but just his whole reasoning to fight Superman is just like he's too powerful to exist. Yeah, like he's, he, it's just like no other version of Batman would have. Like, he would at least try to talk to him. Yeah. Um, um, and then but the the fight is pretty good, and I like how it gets like gritty in the bathroom. He hits the sink on his head on Superman's head. You know he does cool Batman stuff with the kryptonite gas, but Martha. The problem with that movie, as the title implies, it's half a Batman movie, half a Superman movie, but it's not really either. It's just it's a just, bad movie. It's just like a weird with some good parts of the Justice it. League movie, but not a good setup. Really. Now I will defend it a bit. The extended edition does work better plot wise and explains a lot more of Batman's motives. You get mm-hmm. more Superman in it. Yeah, but it has to be like four hours long. Yeah, the Justice League. No, I'm talking about the Batman v Superman extended cut. Oh, I never cut. saw the extended cut of that. No, yeah. that is the version to watch. Huh. Yeah, um, it's funny how the best versions of Zack Snyder's uh, Superman the stuff. Hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I am. Um, but honestly, I mean, bef- as a Batman movie, it's not very good as a Batman movie. It... Or as his depiction of Batman, he does get the physicality. He does get the look. Um, I, I I was really excited for it when it came out. I was like, oh, that's the most comic accurate yeah. Batman. I mean, like in the trailers. I think uh, I would put it in D tier. You'd put it with Batman Forever? I'd put be, it above. Be above Batman Forever, but still in D tier because the only good thing I really have to say about it is the design of Batman and Ben Affleck is okay. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean. In the Justice League Zack Snyder movie, in the Snyder Cut, at least. It's one thing I like about that, and I don't think we should count this because it's not no, a No, Justice Batman League movie, is not even closely but, a Batman movie. But, well, that's exactly what I like about it. In the Justice League, 
one of the problems that like the animated movies that try to do Justice League have is they make Batman way bigger of a deal than he is in the Justice League. Right. And I appreciate in the Justice League. Yeah, I appreciate he's not even important at all. Yeah. Well, but I appreciate in the Zack Snyder, he's like he Zack pl- Snyder, he, he actually his, does things and he's he plays the leader. his role and as a leader. But he also gets good fight but with the Well, what I like actually no, what I like about it is that he plays his role as a leader, but the other people do most of the heavy lifting and the fighting. Yeah. Because he's only Batman. In just in the Justice League, Batman is not I mean, he's important because he has the money and he is a leader. Yeah, he's the money. But what's your power? I'm rich. Yeah, but <laughs> in like Justice that. League level threats, the role he plays is the one of a leader. Leader and funder, fun, Yeah, and that type of stuff. He but, doesn't do as much actual I mean he fi- still They fights, did a good job of it in Batman v Superman, but the way I've always looked at it my whole life and the comics and all the animated movies and whatever and the Justice League animated series, Batman's supposed to be so good at what he does at martial arts, being the world's greatest detective, so on and so forth, his technology, you know, he's supposed to be able to stand up with superpowered people. Yeah. You don't see that in Justice League. You see yeah. it more in Zack Snyder's the Zack Snyder cut. Yeah. But like an original one. No, but but still, my, my point is though that you often see that when writers do they did this well in the Justice League animated series. So when they apparently when they made the animated series for Justice League, they had to keep reminding themselves, because they're all big Batman fans, that it's a Justice League series, not a Batman series. But some of the animated movie series that they've done. It's clear that they do they not like remind themselves that it's not a Batman series. It's yeah, ju- you know, because um, well, Batman's Warner Brothers like yeah. bread and potatoes. You know, like no, I mean, but no, you're right though. Batman. The point is that he's so good at everything that he can. Yeah, I mean, my girlfriend still will th- argue that Green Arrow could beat Batman in a fight, and no, I don't. I don't even. I I, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> With explaining to her that Hawkeye could be Captain America. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I don't know where to start when saying like, no, just leave it, (laughs) just leave it because. Um, (laughs) uh, Anyway, I mean, you could pull the whole because he's Batman argument, which everyone does on the internet. (laughs) But I don't think she appreciated that. Um, The Lego Batman. Oh, and I forgot to include Batman: Mask of Phantasm. Yeah, it's like the best of the animated series. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I would put it around A. Yeah, maybe yes. Maybe yes mm, uh, too. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but you know, I would say A because it's still and not not taken away from animated series, but you know, it's way easier to do a good thing animated than yeah. live action. Yeah, yeah, with a lot more wiggle room. Yeah, that's you true. know, so I'll, I'll put it solid A tier. And now we have Lego Batman. Let's just breeze through this. Yeah, it's a fun. It's a great Batman. It's got movie. the same animation as the Lego Movie. I love that animation where it looks like stop motion, and some of it is, I think, um, mostly none CGI. None of it was in this one or another one. In both of them. Well, it really looks like it. Yeah. No, I was shocked. Uh, none of the Lego movies are actually stop motion. Well, they did They're a good job, like CGI. replicating that, yeah. like the animation of it and like the textures, like you see the scratches on the plastic, and it looks like real plastic yeah, toys. Really well done. Looks like toys. Um, honestly, I would give it a B, a solid B, right solid there with B. sixty-six. I really like it. Yeah, Will, Nar- Will Arnett's also and- just a Lego Batman. Movie. It is like 
<laughs> and you don't get really that much Bruce Wayne action. But honestly, as a Batman fan, totally loved it. And, it's and they still, played into the memes. Yeah. You know, and it, yeah, and it's, it's a fun still, um, It's true to the Batman character. Yeah. And one thing that also it, it kind of, I think, is really funny is that um, so Voldemort is a character in it. No, yeah, because they do like crossover. Um, Ray, Ray Fiennes is in it. But he's not Voldemort. He plays Alfred. Yeah. Eddie Izzard plays Voldemort. (laughs) And I was like, why? Why didn't you get Ray Ray Fiennes to play Voldemort (laughs) in it? (laughs) I guess they wanted more. You already were paying him. Silly Voldemort. I don't know. Yeah. And you had Zach Galifianakis' Joker, and like Batman's like, oh, I don't like you or whatever. And there's a little conflict. It's like a breakups like a love yeah it's a story. breakup story <laughs> uh so after that i'm not gonna include justice league none of the other animated movies because there's a hundred of them um then you have the batman with robert Pattinson. you haven't seen it so it'd be unfair yeah but i'm curious but to personally know what think. i put it right up there with the dark knight mm. like this is this movie is isn't a super it's just another superhero movie it's cinema okay let's get yeah. real okay now you might watch it and hate it which i highly doubt because we have <laughs> similar taste um and we we know what good movies are i think but it's right up there the dark knight but as far as a batman movie goes i put it above the dark knight because yeah. the dark knight is good because of heath ledger as the joker that's what really puts in that upper echelon if he wasn't in it it would be a solid a mm-hmm. he's the one that gives it those but extra yeah, points heath ledger, i mean his, this one his version of the joker is like considered I one mean, of the best acting performances of that yeah yeah yeah, like. yeah and he <laughs> died and there's misconceptions about his od he had a lot of back problems mm-hmm and you know he he makes it with alcohol, but he was not trying to, you know, commit suicide. But anyways, um, the Batman. I mean, I mentioned a little bit, but I forgot to mention the Riddler as a villain is really great. He's, you know, he's sadistic and weird, and he's like a he's like a nerd because the Riddler's a nerd. Yeah, he's a and, big. You know, nerd. Batman beats him up like a bully beating up a nerd. <laughs> he's like fuck you, nerd. But <laughs> he's like the sadistic like he feels like his voice hasn't been listened to and all this stuff. He I, I well, I won't give any spoilers, but it, his Riddler is as good of a villain as Heath Ledger's Joker. I would go that far. Damn. Maybe not quite as, but it's right up there, like the same echelon, yeah. you know. Um, but and Colin Farrell's Penguin, and then Robert Pattinson's Batman. He's the truest Batman I've seen. Nice. I would not be saying that. Like, I you know. Here's an example. Batman v Superman, for instance. I thought Ben Affleck was going to be the truest Batman. I saw that movie, and I was like, <laughs> fuck, that wasn't a good Batman. Yeah. I mean, there's good parts about it. The physical- We mentioned it. The physicality, the fighting, the look. But Batman is supposed to be the world's greatest detective, right? It's his biggest, That's like, one of his biggest strongest traits. Yeah. And he's supposed that to be lots of money. And Batman's best ability, besides his money, and besides you know being able to just beat people up, he's supposed to be smart, like yeah. genius. Now, well, I, not necessarily genius, but I mean, 
because the comics they go really crazy with it where like he has like major in any everything <laughs> yeah. it's like how did he have time for that i know he has money but seriously <laughs> no wonder why he wants to beat people up <laughs> but <laughs> but you know he's supposed to be a detective and like figure shit out without technology now there is cool technology bits in this movie mm-hmm. like it still does that but it's not re- he doesn't rely on it yeah and you know he's in the crime scene working with Jim and Jeffrey Wright. By the way, I forgot to mention, amazing Jim Gordon, as good as Gary Oldman's. Nice. I wouldn't say he's better; they're both equal. Yeah. Um, but for me, yeah, it's an S tier. I, you know, I hesitate even putting it on there since you haven't seen it. Yeah. But I, I want, yeah, I wanted to know what you thought, or where, you, where you thought it would go. S tier. I mean, right there, Dark Knight. Nice. And as far as a Batman movie goes. He's a better bat. He, I, I've seen people. I have a friend that he's way older than me. He's like in his fifties, but a friend on Facebook. He's a cool dude. Uh, he's a huge Batman fan, and he's even thinking that Robert Pattinson's the best Batman. Now, yeah, not the best Bruce Wayne because he's barely Bruce Wayne in this movie. You don't get yeah. to really see much of that, and he doesn't turn off Batman mode. Yeah. Like he's always in that mindset. He doesn't put you don't on get to see him be the billionaire. No, he doesn't put on that facade. And I I will spoiler one part. Okay, it's not a major spoiler at all. At all. It's <laughs> okay. just a funny bit. He is a very emo Bruce Wayne, a very emo Batman. Because he there's a scene with him and Alfred and they're having this discussion. Alfred's like advising him and he's like, You're not my dad, Alfred, <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> and Gosh. Um, yeah but i love it but like dude like his batman though like and the way he depicts his emotions through his eyes is really good like they leave enough room there yeah and um and also i mean i know this is kind of just a cosmetic it is a cosmetic thing but like his suit reminds me a lot of the arkham look yeah from what and, i've seen of the suit yeah you know, it's got the armor plating, but, you know, just the black and gray, the bat symbol, the, you know, long bat symbol, like the Arkham series. Like, I just love that. I mean, yeah. I, and now there's things his Batman could improve on, but that's part of, like, the story, not his depiction. Yeah. But I would put it S tier, but I don't feel comfortable doing that without <laughs> your consent. Yeah, I trust you. I mean, but, uh, I you know what? Yet. Here's the deal. Wait, no. Put Lego Batman back in B tier. Get out of here. But um, <laughs> when you see it, I'll post our tier list. But if you see it and you're like, fuck no, it's not S tier. It sucks. Then we'll lower it and I'll update okay. the tier list. Sounds good. But to even be a little bit more fair, I'll put it below the Dark Knight for now. Because <laughs> I want to see what you think. Yeah. Because you might still like the Dark. I mean, what is your favorite Batman movie actually? At the moment, because we haven't dark, really answered that question. It's the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> cool. Well, there's our Batman ranking. Uh, we've already gone a bit longer than we wanted to, but you know yeah. that's gonna happen when that's we're talking why. about Batman. But we're doing good. But anyways, uh, we will see you next episode. Uh. For St. Patrick's Day. We're yeah. finally doing one, guys. Yeah, we haven't done that yet. And 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to give it away. Let's not break that illusion. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know anything. Actually, right. you know a lot of things. And you, uh, check out our link tree in the description below. <laughs> and, um, you know, if you enjoy us and if I haven't insulted you enough, uh, you know, you could give us a rating. That would be nice. That helps us out. Um, if you enjoy us, if you like us, and if you don't like us, tell us why you don't like us. Yeah. I don't want to be one of those guys that's like, Ugh, give a five-star rating. No, tell us the truth, man. I want to know what we're doing wrong. And if it's just an invalid comment, you know, we'll tell you to go F yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what kind of people we are if you've been listening for a while. But, yeah, check that out. Check out our Instagram, all that stuff. Follow, you know, all that, you know. Yeah, do that. Uh, but we will see you next week. All right. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now.